BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, you guys, did you all binge the latest season of Love is Blind in one sitting, which is way quicker than I did because I suck at binging, but I still love reality TV. Do you have a game plan for how you would win the circle? And do you love and fear Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset? I have the show for you, you guys. There's a new show. It's called We Have the Receipts. It's a new reality TV recap podcast from Netflix and Cast Media that gives you an all-access pass to all things unscripted TV. It's hosted by Love is Blind alum, Lauren Speed Hamilton. We love her. Ship Lauren and Cameron. And Chris Burns, co-host of The Bachelor. Love Chris Burns. You might know him as Fat Gary Bradshaw on Instagram. So they're both the hosts. It's going to be amazing. Must See TV is taken to the next level through prompts, games, segments, and immersive audience engagement. Every week, Lauren and Chris binge the juiciest reality shows on Netflix and invite the most trending, entertaining cast members from each show to recap their experiences and spill the tea. So check out We Have the Receipts, a weekly reality binge show made for you. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Follow, rate, and review. We have the receipts on Spotify, Apple, or if you get your podcast. You could also watch the show exclusively on Doom. That's T-U, Doom, the official companion site to Netflix. That's netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi, guys. Uh, Yeah, crazy week with a K. This week, my episode with Khloe Kardashian came out. Oh, my God. It was so hard keeping a secret from all you and not telling you why I was in L.A. But what's the fun in, you know, it would just be such a like long wait. You know what I mean? It's not a secret. It's more like if I tell you a month ago, you know, there's going to be a podcast and then you're waiting for a month. It's like, no, you want to have like a few days. You know what I mean? But it is really hard to to not tell you 
because obviously so exciting. You know, the 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 Kim interview I was so happy with and the response was so great that like a week after I got back from or even a few days after I got back from interviewing her, I was reached out to about interviewing Chloe. And I was like, oh, my fuck, is this a joke? And then they were like, no, here are dates. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going back. So super fucking exciting. I also, you know, Chloe is just such a different vibe. She's so fucking funny. I literally lulled the entire interview. Like I was not Diane Sawyer. I was literally like just couldn't stop myself from laughing just because she's so fucking funny. And like everything you say, she's like, boom, but she's like a Chandler. Like every fucking thing you say, she has something so hysterical to say back. And I was wearing all good American. Thank you. Which is funny because I was actually wearing good American jeans and shoes to the Kim interview too. And it wasn't even on purpose. It was like my stylist that I, that I take for things like this, Kara Cook, Kara. She's Australian. I always call her Kara. I'm the fucking worst. I'm like, Kara, like so fucking American. And I'm like, is it Kara or Kara? She's like either. I'm like, no, but what do like, she's like Kara. I'm like, okay, so I'm a fucking idiot, but I can't stop. So, um, we were like looking through different outfits and I was just like, I love this green and then she showed me the leather pants and I was like, I, I told her, I was like, leather pants don't flatter me for some reason. And then put it fucking on, like felt so hot. So sometimes you got to try shit on. And the other thing is good American is actually really good. And I was like, Chloe, I'm wearing all good American, Chloe, all good American, Chloe. And I like thought she would care more. She was like, oh my God. But like, but like, I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, anyway, to all you who think my voice is annoying, welcome. I asked my husband this morning, I was like, is my voice really annoying? And he's like, no, he's so cute. I wonder, like, I feel like he just loves me. So I feel like married me, probably should like me. But anyway, it was an incredible experience. I, I was, I think a little bit more nervous just because in my head, it's like the Kim interview was everything I could have wanted. And the response was so great. And everything. Like I love the promos that we made and I, I just loved everything so much. And the way it turned out that I was like, I, you know, I'm just nervous about this one and how it's going to compare or, you know, everything like that. So I met, I wanted to do everything the same, like prepare the same way, like just try to do it, you know, the same. And we filmed it at the KKW headquarters as well. I did ask Chloe, I don't know if it made it to the interview, if, if she doesn't have uh, good American offices. So she does. It's just in another part of town. And when you're a Kardashian, people come to you. They don't need to go to studios or to fucking anything that needs to happen happens in their zip code. But you could really tell that Chloe and Kim, just like Kim said on my podcast, are the new... Courtney and Chloe because they're so inseparable. Obviously, you know, she filmed it at her, at her office and they're just so close. And Chloe is so fucking supportive of her. It's like literally, I'm like, she's like my Ariel, but she might be giving Ariel a little run for her monies. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. They need to fight it out. They need to battle it out. But I'm so excited to have all of you listen to the episode and watch the episode. It's up on YouTube today, actually, which is always fun to watch. But I fucking love her. She's hilarious. She's down to earth. And she, 
you know, she's just Coco that we all know and love. And it's no coincidence that she's so many people's favorites and that we've been rooting for her since day one. And obviously it's such an honor that I got to interview her. It's literally like a dream come true. Like, yes, dreams are coming true. And I appreciate every fucking little fucking thing. And I take it with such a, I don't know if grain of salt is the right word, but obviously I'm not going to do a whole other episode about manifesting and how, you know, whatever, which, which I, I know so many people appreciate it and, and it can give inspiration and, and everything like that. But I'm not going to do that again. I'm just going to say that obviously it's a fucking dream come true. And I hope to keep doing shit like that because I really, really love it. And it's like one of those things I was talking to an actress friend of mine and I and she asked me if I was nervous. And I was like, listen, I was nervous a little bit before, like what I was telling you guys, but I wasn't nervous there because like I said on, you know, my crazy week episode, it's like I come prepared. I know that I know to do the job. I know that I know everything there is to know. I know that I fucking deserve it. And I'm not going to be like, woe is me? Like every fucking second. No, people, you know, I, I earned it. I am obsessed with sunglasses. I wish I needed actual glasses, but I don't. Yes, actually a dream of mine. Got my eyes tested so many times being like, are you sure? Just because it's such a cool accessory and pair eyewear makes it so cool, so easy and so affordable to get not only glasses, but to change up your pair of glasses. So basically with pair eyewear, you get a base frame and then you can get a bunch of different magnetic top frames and you can literally change it up. So boop, today I want like black. Today I want a red. Today I want sparkly. Tomorrow I want a brown. Like how fucking cool. So you get a base frame that uh, they have a bunch of different designs and then you can choose a top frame. I chose top frames that are for sun, like sunglasses, top frames, but they have a bunch of different one. Every frame comes in six different colors and then you pick your top frames and you build a collection. Okay. So you could be like bougie with a bunch of different people are gonna be like, Oh, you have seven different pairs of sunglasses. Like, no, I have one, but I have different tops. Excuse me. Thank you. And it's such high quality, you guys. And it's really, really a fraction of the price of other leading designer sunnies. So get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. They also do prescription and everything on there. Go to paireyewear.com slash not skinny for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at pair, P-A-I-R eyewear.com slash not skinny. Everyone knows about Travel Zoo. Travel Zoo is the trusted source for top rated travel deals and lifestyle experiences. Literally, Travel Zoo's team spends their days in search for the best experiences for their members. And then they negotiate the best prices so we don't have to. They find deals to top bucket list destinations like the Maldives, French Poly, Galapagos, South Africa, and so many more. And with top accommodations, most of their featured hotels are four plus stars for us bougie bees. So they really inspire their members to get out and travel to destinations that might not be a top of mind. Like in my mind, I'm just like Miami, you know? No, they're going to help us think outside the box, help us be more worldly better travelers, and they literally will motivate you to experience interesting and new destinations. 
Basically, if you become a member, which is free and simple, you're going to get straight to your inbox. They're top 20 every Wednesday, which features their best deals currently available. Isn't that amazing? So membership is free. You're going to get the deals to your inbox and be inspired to travel. Not that we're not already inspired to travel because when we want to do that all day, every day, but here travels will help you find the deals, cultivate your experience, go to travelzoo.com slash sign up to be a member. So I felt very, very good. I actually also got to see Kim when I was there. I was literally about to leave. We actually also uh, gave Chloe the worst merch, which I hope to see her wear soon because she's such a, you know, hottie patati and a jogger set. But so I was about to leave. I li- we literally wrapped up. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Now I have, you know, fucking hour cab ride back to West Hollywood. And then one of the assistants came to grab me and was like, Kim is actually here and wants to say hi to you. So I went to say hi to Kim and it was fucking, it was fucking awesome. I got to chat with her. I didn't want to overstay my welcome. It was like, I was like, you know, I was like there for like 10 minutes and then it was 20 minutes and then it was 40 minutes. And I was like, should I order an Uber? Anyway, so that was awesome. It was so nice of her to call me in. And it was it felt like just on the show when you see her getting glam and, you know, Chris Appleton was doing her hair and it's just like the show. Like I was just sitting and chatting with her while she was getting, you know, things done. And she's so incredibly nice, so incredibly gorgeous without makeup. She was not in makeup yet. And what what a surreal, just surreal just surreal. But also, again, like in these situations, because a lot of people would ask me like, oh, my God, were you freaking out? No, like I'm a person. She's a person. And once you, you know, meet somebody once, twice, three times, like they can be the king of, you know, the world. It's still a person. And that person is talking to you at eye level and not like they're more than you and you're a fucking peasant. What are you doing here? Even though when I ordered an Uber, pretty sure she didn't, you know, didn't know what that meant. I was like, it always takes long for an Uber to get to Calabasas. It's so weird, you know? It's like, no, she fucking doesn't know. <laughs> She's not ordering Ubers to Calabasas. Anyway, it was a time, the time of my life. It was so fucking cool. They are so fucking cool. They've been so kind to me, so general, generous to me with their time and giving me these interviews. And it's like, oh my God, it just opened up a whole, you know, it's like now... I also feel like I used to be asked kind of what my dream is at the end of the day, what my goal is at the end of the day. And it was kind of like I'm taking day by day. I'm going with the flow. You know, I'm also very grounded in the sense that like you never know what tomorrow brings for good or for bad. So I don't let anything get too crazy in my head or, you know, it's like now I'm not taking calls from any of my friends because, you know. I'm just kidding. I really, really don't. I'm always very timid that what, you know, if one day is up, does that mean tomorrow's down? And I don't know if that's the the right way to to think, but that's sadly how I'm conditioned. But it also keeps me grounded because I'm not like there. You know, it's like when I lived in Israel and I got one audition like one part, I literally quit my job, became a waitress, was like, this is what actors need to do. It's like, no, bitch, you got one role. So but that just is like an age thing. Like then I was younger and that's like how naive you are, how, you know, 
kind of innocent you are. But I mean, that's a beautiful thing to be innocent and, you know, ignorance is bliss. But yeah, now, I mean, do I allow myself to now put bigger guests on my dream list? Yeah, I used to actually one of you reminded me and was like, I'm binging your podcast from the beginning and on, and on one of your really early episodes, you were talking about what your dream guest is and, and, and brought up Kim Kardashian and then said, no, 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 that, I mean, that's too big. Let's talk about something kind of realistic. So that's just a wild thought for y'all. But anyway, I can't wait for all of you to fucking watch it and to see, you know, to get to experience the, the fun that I did interviewing her and um, it was awesome. I mean, who knows what's next? Listen, for those asking if Courtney will come on the pod, I don't think she's a podcast person. I think that the reason when I did the Hulu uh, red carpet and she said, let's do a day. She said that because she won't do a podcast like her sitting down and answering questions. I think to her feels like not her vibe and not where she shines, even though I do believe that I could probably bring out like a good uh, interviewee side of her. But I think that she is not a podcast person and she's not going to do it. Anyway, speaking of Courtney, let's talk about the Kravis wedding. First of all, a lot of people are like, Amanda, are you okay? You know, because I was like Kravis number one stan. Yes, because it's like, I'm not a fucking idiot. This is wedding number three. It's like when they got engaged, I even, I think I remember I was not that rattled just because it's like this couple is so fucking in love. <laughs> they're like a die for each other. Of course, they're fucking going to want to get married. And then when we found out they're trying to have a baby, it's like, of course, they're going to want to create life together. They're fucking obsessed with each other. And now wedding number three, it's like, what do you want me to do? Like die? Of course, they're, you know, they're get. I mean, they're getting married yet again. They already have the official paperwork. This is just another party. So I was very, very interested and excited to see what the dress of choice will be. And I mean, she just kept on going on theme. I was kind of hoping that it would be more just classic and elegant and timeless. And I think just timeless dress choice is so important. I'm not even sure I listened to my own advice. Looking back, like I loved my dress. It was like boho chic, but Boho chic was very 2015 when I got married. I'm not sure. And, you know, I'm not sure right now I would choose a boho chic. I think now I would choose like classic, elegant, maybe like a satin, like kind of body, body hugging kind of vibe, but can't take the theme away from her. Like she's on this theme of this kind of like gaudy, but also with like the Virgin Mary. I mean, isn't that, I don't even know. It's like Virgin Mary's on your fucking veil, but like your ass is out and like a sheer, at least it wasn't black. I mean, she changed into the, the same dress in black after like uh, during the reception, I think. But yeah, she stayed on theme that she is into lately, which I don't, really know how to describe if it's gaudy, if it's um, goth. They actually got married on World Goth Day, which I wonder if it's a coincidence. I mean, they're not really goth, but so I'm assuming it's a coincidence, but no, they're not goth. And even Travis, it's like he's not even punk rock in his personality. I mean, have you I've never seen a less punk rock person personality wise. You know what I mean? He's the softest fucking like, you know, 
most gentle fucking soul. Whatever you want, baby. I mean, they're just so fucking, you know, cute, soft, gentle with each other. I mean, so and and her veil that said like family, loyalty, respect and had the, the Virgin Mary on it was actually like his head tattoos. And when I meet head, I mean, actual like scalp. So that's cute. That's cute. But but I think it's like anything they do now. It's like, of course, it's cute. They're fucking cute. Like what like what could be cuter? It's like they're fucking cute. They're obsessed with each other. They can't stop touching each other. Like they cry at the sound of the voice of each. Like they're just cute. So I, I don't think anything anything can surprise us. I was really waiting to see if Pete was going to show up. Doesn't look like he did. It was his last night on SNL. I'll be honest, like I'm not an avid SNL watcher. I mean, I have been throughout the years, but more recently kind of less so. But I was kind of disappointed that he's leaving. Like, I'm not saying you can't leave a job after eight years. He's been on it for quite a while. I'm just, you know, the timing is a little weird for me. Like, what do you think is going to happen from here out? Like, that's it. You're just this huge mega celeb and you don't need to do your job, which is being a comedian. Or am I wrong? And it's just like, no, he's a comedian. He's just going to do stand up and he's going to do more shows. I don't know. I don't know. To me, because I don't really watch his comedy, like P. Davidson is like a celebrity. Like I mostly know him because of all the women that he's dated. And to be honest, like I'm not sure I even connect so much to his brand of comedy, which is like a very, very dry. He didn't even do skits for his last night. He did a weekend update and had a little like speech and said, thank you. But listen, it was also K. McKinnon's last night and A.D. Bryant's, like, that's what, you know, it said in the press. And oh, my God, they are just that makes me really sad. But yeah, I mean, Pete, you know, he got too big for his Bridget. He couldn't keep doing this job because he's the celebrity that they, you know, make fun of. Like, he's that big. And I think that that's also really hard. It's like they want to talk about, you know, all these things like, no, he's also in that world completely. So I guess it makes sense. I just wonder what his, you know, next steps are. He's 28 years old. He's a young comedian, unless he doesn't want to be a comedian anymore. He just wants to be an actor, which like, I think we know that there's another show being made about him anyway. So anyway, as everyone knows, the whole family was decked in Dolce Gabbana. It was you could probably say sponsored by Dolce Gabbana this whole wedding weekend. I think Dolce Gabbana are trying to say was hosted by them. But I wonder what the deal is like would die to fucking see that motherfucking contract. But it looks like it was hosted by them, sponsored by them. They dressed everyone in the family, including the kids, including the friends, like even Steph Chef was in Dolce Gabbana, like the, the Travis's kids were in Dolce Gabbana, the Pete, like everyone. So I'm just wondering, did they provide the castle, provide the yacht, provide the clothing and in exchange for social media love or yeah, I feel like that must be, must be it. And the vibe is very like, you know, I would say gaudy. I feel like that's just the word. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's just the word. Chloe and Kim showed up in black to the wedding while Kylie and Kendall uh, were in florals, which I kind of like the floral vibe. Yeah, I, I like the floral vibe. I feel like it was just it was just refreshing to see floral after so much black, so much uh, 
gaudiness. But then Kim changed into this really like cool number, like kind of like a black, you know, one one piece. What's it called? One suit? Onesie? <laughs> Not a onesie. <laughs> bodysuit. Yeah, a black bodysuit with like crystals on it. Um, also, also Dolce Gabbana, obviously. Just seemed like a wild few days like for the for the guests like I just feel like it was a wild few days there were dinners there were breakfast there was arriving on boats Portofino and you know what I mean the media says that this is not their final wedding that they might have an LA party for everyone who couldn't make it which would just be so shocking listen I you know made up flip like a steak I'm all about changing your opinions and your you know you don't have to to, to do exactly what you said and you can change and whatever. But just for Courtney, who is like, literally, I'm going to get married by myself and none of you are invited. And, you know, I just want to do it with Trav. She sure leaned in to the wedding vibe. I mean, you know, maybe she just got a taste and fucking loved it. But isn't it cute that Kim posted like this, photo montage of Pete for his last night at SNL. That's cute. I, you know, I still ship. I still want to see them go the distance and they probably will. She also posted a manicure, throwback manicure of hers, pink nails with the letter P on it. P for Pete. So shit is still going still serious, but I kind of loved that she kind of had time alone with her uh, kids during the wedding. She was with P just walking the streets of Italy barefoot. It was very, very cute. Devin Booker was there with Kendall. Corey Gamble wasn't there, even though Us Weekly said otherwise. He wasn't there. People are assumed like thinking it might have been COVID. I didn't see that Rob was there, which like I always try to say like, hey, Rob doesn't want to be on the show. Like, that's fine. Don't be on the show. Why does it why does not being on the show equal not like coming to your sister's wedding? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I like, OK, don't be on the show. Don't be filmed. Have them not film you. But why? Oh, why would you not come to your sister's wedding? OK, so just like we take our vitamins, children should be taking their vitamins. But what sucks is that so many children's vitamins are candy like they're they have so much sugar, unhealthy chemicals and just gummy junk stuff. And that's why Haya was created. It's pediatrician approved and it's super powered, chewable vitamin and doesn't have the five grams of sugar and all the other gummy junk that other children's vitamins have. And it just fills in most of the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. They're going to think it is candy, but it's candy that is good for you on so many different levels. So it's formulated with the help of nutritional experts and pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies and supercharged with 15 essential vitamins, minerals like vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and so many others to support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's obviously non-GMO, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So you have one less thing to worry about. So Haya 
is offering my listeners a great deal. Okay, you're going to get their best selling children's vitamin 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you have to go to HayaHealth.com. That's H-I-Y-A Health.com slash not skinny. It's not available on the regular website. You have to go to H-I-Y-A Health.com slash not skinny and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults with 50% off your first order. Okay. So since Noah was a baby, I've been getting Kiwi Co boxes, crates, kind of like the way I could best describe it is like us adults, we have all these subscription boxes of great products and things. And here is one for babies because since Noah was born, I didn't know what exact toys were right for his developmental stage and, you know, best materials that toys are made out of. And like, it's just so hard. There's so much information out there. And KiwiCo makes it so easy because they literally have crates for, for, for every age and they just help cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity and help them with each developmental stage. And they encourage them to be innovators and creative thinkers. And just as a parent, it's so hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. And Kiwi Co. does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. And there's literally something for kids of all ages and there's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. So step into the spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription. You could get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code NOTSKINNY at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com. And the promo code is NOTSKINNY30. Rihanna and... ASAP had a baby boy. Isn't that fucking wild? There were such idiots that because her pregnancy reveal photo shoot, she was wearing pink. We we just assumed it was a girl. Like she never ever said it was a girl. We just assumed it was a girl. And then I think there were like photos, photos of her shopping at Target. Right. And she was like holding up a dress. Right. Like 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 little uh, baby girl clothes, and I was like, oh okay, it's a girl. We just assumed, but she proved us all wrong because that a baby boy, that a baby boy, isn't that so cute? I just want to give a PSA um, to everyone that Gwyneth Paltrow does the best ask me anythings on Instagram. Whenever she does an AMA, I am sure to tune in because she just gives little little gems and she somebody asked her like what her favorite brand of cigarettes is and she literally wrote it and was like oh I miss smoking she got asked if she cares about the fact that Poosh is a copy of Goop and she literally defended Courtney and said this idea that women need to be in competition is legacy patriarchy bullshit there is room for every woman to fulfill her dreams I used to fall prey to this kind of thinking years ago. So I understand where it comes from. Now I get so happy when I see new wellness businesses. There's a place for all of us. And she ended it with plus Courtney is a really good person. And also Kravis forever. Isn't that so fucking cute? She's the best. She's the best. And in the uh, promo for next week's Kardashians, we see that Gwyneth and Court actually meet to discuss a poosh vagina candle or am I making a vagina? I think a poosh smells like, oh, smells like my poosh. 
candle. So they're really on great terms. And, you know, don't try to fucking pin two, two of these ladies against each other. Did you guys hear about Jake Cutler sleeping with his best friend's wife whilst on vacation with them? So wild, wild, wild. I mean, you know, Jay Cutler is Kristen Cavallari's ex-husband. But I mean, aside from that, we don't truly care how he lives his life. But this came to light and I can confirm that it's true. And I can confirm that it is who a lot of people were thinking it is. Trace Alaya, his wife. I don't feel I'm not going to, you know, say her name. I feel kind of bad exposing her. But, you know, that's what has been confirmed. And that makes him a dirty, dirty man. I also kind of understood that he's been trying to get back with Kristen whilst being dirty and gross. Cheating is just disgusting. And I can't believe they would do that, you know, when he was there. And that brings us back to like Justin Timberlake's song, What Goes Around Comes Around, which people thought it was about Britney, but it was allegedly about Trace Elias, then girlfriend, Alicia Cuthbert or whatever. Cuthbert. So Trace got to get better taste in women because these women are not, not it for you. Chris Pratt and his wife had a baby. Oh my God, I hate putting it like that because he didn't fucking have the baby. She had the baby, you know? I just feel terrible doing that. They had the baby. So Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger had a baby. Eloise Christina Schwarzenegger Pratt. Okay, that'll be really easy for her to be in school and stuff. So they had the baby on May 21st. They made a weird Instagram post. I don't understand like why the Instagram post legit made me think that something happened like bad. I don't even want to say it, but like not not good. Like just I don't I don't get it. Looked like an obituary. I got very worried for a hot second. Isn't it so cute that Justin Long and Kate Bosworth are a couple? I kind of fucking love it. I mean, I feel like every I'd love anyone with Justin Long just because he's so adorable, so lovable, seems like such a good guy. So Kate Bosworth, I feel like her relationship with her ex-husband was very kind of like like stoic and serious and like artsy. And I feel like it looks like Justin Long just brings out such a fun side of just anyone and also her. Uh, loved her in Blue Crush, but our relationship didn't really, you know, evolve since. Like, loved you in Blue Crush, loved your hot little bod. Then I don't know. Our relationship did not, did not continue. So Halsey literally put out a very crazy TikTok saying that her label won't let her release a new song without going viral. So she said on TikTok, my record company is saying that I can't release it unless they make, unless they can fake a viral moment on TikTok. Basically, I have a song that I love that I want to release ASAP. I've been in this industry for eight years. I sold a lot of records and I can't release a song. They're saying that they want to fake a viral moment on TikTok. Everything is in marketing. 
she says. And they are doing this to basically every artist these days. I just want to release Music Man and I deserve better TBH. Also, I feel bad because Halsey has been having so many health issues and she has a little baby. But then comments on TikTok were saying plot twist. This is the viral TikTok they compromised on. She said they wanted six. What counts as viral? She said, it's like if it doesn't get a certain amount of user likes, they will just keep making me make videos and push it back until they're happy. People are thinking this is part of the plan. Like this TikTok is like the viral TikTok. She said, I never said I wasn't going to go viral. I am just not the way they wanted me to. LMAO. She said, they said I have to post TikToks. They didn't specifically say about what's so or here I am. I don't know. Then she wrote, talk to my label tonight. They said, wow, the TikTok is going really strong. Isn't that weird? Like that the, the label would love this TikTok of her dissing them. I was like, okay, cool. So can I release my song now? They said, we'll see. Then she wrote, I've been minding my own business on tour, taking care of my baby, four albums deep, coasting. I'm way too established to stir something up like this for no reason or resort to this as a marketing tactic. But I'm now, I'm in too deep. There's no going back. I saw Halsey in concert before she was big. Like I got tickets this year. I was in the suite of Madison Square Garden. So I basically would see anybody. I'd see like a dog barking on stage. Like, let me be in a suite. Let me get free food and alcohol. And I fell in love. Like I'll recommend this to anybody going to a concert where you don't know the the singer of the songs is actually even better than going to like Justin Timberlake or, you know, Bieber that you know all the songs. And it's basically like, okay, just sit a gazillion years away and watch the video on YouTube. That's my personal opinion with Halsey was like, I saw for the first time an artist on stage singing and, and like love the songs from watching it live. I feel like that's such a special, I really like that. So I saw her before she was super established and liked her vibe. I don't know what exactly this is. I feel like it's weird. I mean, record labels are notorious for getting for, for being awful. I mean, look at Taylor fucking Swift. But but at the same time, it's kind of weird that they were happy about this TikTok. No, right? Like, would they be happy about a TikTok of her saying they're awful? I don't know. If you guys are in Bachelor Nation or know anything about them, Becca Tilly, who was on Ben Higgins season, huge season with JoJo. She's also besties with JoJo. Just came out with her relationship with singer Haley Kiyoko. What a fucking cute video they put out together confirming their relationship. I mean, no, actually, well, how it was confirmed is Haley came out with a song and she put Becca in the video and that was kind of their launch, their hard launch, soft launch, even though huge fans of them and of them individually and and together kind of knew about it for the last four years. Imagine keeping a relationship so private for four years. I wonder if it has to do with the fact that, you know, the Bachelor fans could be like very Christian, very, very conservative. I wonder if that's why, or I wonder if, if, you know, there, there are other reasons, but super happy for them. Saw they got mad fucking love. They seem so cute together. Like, just make me literally want to be a lesbian. It's like, oh, you're just hanging out with your best friend, like having so much fun, like laughing, making TikToks. Like, thank you. That literally looks like a dream. Thanks. Okay. So I fucking love Mick Jagger. I grew up with the Rolling Stones and he said in a new interview that Harry Styles is a superficial resemblance to my younger self who doesn't have a voice like mine or move on stage like me. So he did not like them being compared. He said they have an easy relationship, but that's it. 
He was like not into not into being compared. I don't know if he said it in a mean way, but you know what? Really like stop comparing people. Maybe some people don't want to be compared. Like if somebody tells you like, you know who you look like and it's someone you think is ugly. No. How about no? Unless the person is literally the most gorgeous, talented person in the world, then don't compare me to them because you don't know how I'm going to take it. Have you guys heard about Doja Cat? Doja Cat had to um, cancel her tour because vaping. So don't vape everyone, even though I fucking, I fucking vape. Sorry, guys. I mean, I hate that even word vape, but yeah, like to smoke the occasion, like to puff the occasional only when I drink though. It's like when I drink, I just feel like I have to have some smoke coming out of somewhere, but it's really, really bad for you. Don't do it. Doja Cat says she has to cancel upcoming shows due to her health issues caused by vaping. She had to undergo routine surgery on her tonsils. It would force her to stop touring while she recovers. She's, though, like really addicted. She was saying like she's very addicted to it. Even when she was at the Grammys. No, the BBMAs. She before she even went on stage to accept the award, she like fucking vaped as if somebody was going to take it from her. If she if like, she yeah, she looked like she's very, very obsessed with with vaping. I don't know if there were underlying issues before that, but don't vape. It's bad for you. And um, that Doja Cat, I don't know. Didn't she say that she's like quitting music? And then like, here she is. Uh, but love her. Another couple that welcomed another baby is Ed Sheeran and wife Sherry Seaborn. Another daughter. Isn't that fucking cute? I love how since the pandemic, which has been for the last 72 years, everyone's just like welcoming babies like boop, boop. Such a boop moment. Boop. We had a baby. Boop. We had a baby. It's like, okay. it used to be, you know, hard for celebrities or really anyone to keep the pregnancy private until like the the third month or like the end of the first trimester when things are kind of safer. But but now people are all well, like able to just boop, welcome a baby. So good for them. Congratulations. It was also Bob Saget's 66. What would have been a 66th birthday last week? And it's just so fucking sad. And his wife and it just, you know, reminded me how hard it was when we found out that he had passed and what a loved man by literally everyone. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening to this episode, this little bonus I hope you enjoyed this episode as well as my interview with fucking Chloe Kardashian. Chloe, I literally just have to remind myself as well, because when I'm living my daily life in my gross pajamas and, and, you know, just hanging out with my baby, it's, you forget these like incredible moments you got to, you got to have. So I hope you guys loved it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. You're the cutest fucking things I couldn't do really anything without feeling the amount of, of love and support that I do from all of you. So I'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.